What is consciousness? The live stream of consciousness is on a quest to unravel the mystery of existence. Every episode, we ask the fundamental question that has captivated human minds for centuries. Is consciousness merely a product of our brains or does it connect us to something greater? Explore the very fabric of our thoughts. Don't miss a moment. Expand your awareness and tap into the boundless potential that resides within you. Welcome to the live stream of consciousness. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the live stream of consciousness. I'm Michael Zinn, um, and the live stream of consciousness is my happy place. Uh, just a a broadcast that. Uh, connects people together, uh, engages in some great conversations, and just uh, thrives on the energy of everybody involved. So thank you for being here as well. Uh, if it's your first time here, welcome. Um, I guess I don't usually do the normal YouTube guy stuff like, hey, subscribe and all of that. But if you like what you're seeing here on uh, week to week and it, you can decide at the end if you haven't been here yet, uh, you know, just please support the show and share the broadcast. Uh, I think there's ways to share the broadcast on uh, YouTube and on uh, Facebook, all of that stuff. Uh, Ninja Kitty's out there. It's happy place time indeed. Uh, very excited. I, what do you think of that new intro? Uh, I was I brought Jesse back in a way, right? The spirit of Jesse is back in the form of a voiceover. Uh, and uh, I just thought the show needed a little bit of a description at the beginning for the audio side, for the podcast side, because the, po the podcast starts, it's just music, and then we start talking. So I did that for that reason, just trying to use my head uh, and use the platform and spread the word of being connected and being part of the live stream of consciousness. So here we go. It is uh, Thursday, May 25th. Holy moly, right? The year is going quickly. You got confused, Ninja Kitty? Uh, the The... The voice confused you, the voiceover. You thought Je Jesse was back. He is kind of back. Um, for those of you you don't know, Jesse uh, Blaze Snyder was one of the original co-hosts of the live stream, and uh, he's in the, on the West Coast now doing some stuff. So I took over, and uh, it's just been me and my amazing guests. And I have another amazing guest for you guys tonight I'm excited about. Uh, let me pop up the banner. Uh, her name is Andrea Mason, and uh, I discovered her, I think, I think she just started popping up in my feed just because the algorithm was feeding me, uh, you know, positive, sp positive speak, you know, people who were talking about positive things and uh, empowering yourself by being yourself, that kind of thing. And uh, I started looking at her content and I thought she was pretty cool and I liked what she had to say. And so uh, we got in touch somehow. She has her own podcast. I don't even remember the events that unfolded, but that's how it happens when you meet people. Um, and uh, I was on her show and I, and I invited her to be on this show. I don't know who did that first, but we knew that we had to speak to each other. So uh, finally, we put, each, or I put her on the calendar and uh, she is here tonight. And uh, welcome to the live stream of consciousness, Andrea Mason. And how are you doing? Hello, Michael. How are you doing? I think it was the stars were in alignment. <laughs> we, they, the universe has put, blended us together of like mindedness, of tapping into the higher self, the greater good, the power. And here's where we are today. Here we are. Yeah, together. Awesome. <laughs> I'm really glad that you said yes to come on the show, and I'm excited to talk to you about what you do. Uh, you are uh, an accountability coach. Yes. Uh, you are a motivational speaker now. Uh, yes. Internationally? Was it internationally? Globally, yes. I was a student of alumna of the legendary Dr. Les Brown. Mm -hmm. Yes, we connected, and he's been on with me a few times. I met him in person in August. I did his academy. And it just launched from there. I just wanted to help people, man, was my mission when the world broke down and shut down. And I said, I need a sign. And ask, believe, receive. It happened. And here I am uh, before you. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, there's something to be said for that idea that, you know, you find your tribe, your vibe. Um, you know, you, you start to uh, tune into your own 
frequency and then all of a sudden people who are at that frequency start to you know resonate with you and you start to meet people and you start to recognize that you're resonating at that same frequency all of that stuff like we were talking about kind of falls into place and uh yeah that's awesome i i want to talk more about that uh ninja saying welcome andrea uh is it andrea or andrea Neither. It's Andrea. 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 <laughs> yes, okay. My 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 elder matriarchs called me Andrea, but that's usually when I was in trouble. Andrea is the male version of it. All in all, it means warrior and love. Oh, nice. Great. It's all great. <laughs> Andrea, nice. Well, well, well welcome. So uh, the quiet healer is out there. She says hello. hello. Uh, and um, so uh, I do want to talk about who Les Brown is and your experience with that and, and how you became uh, who you are. Tim is out there saying hello. Uh, but we've got to do some business first. Uh, <laughs> business is not really business. It's, it's, it's fun. It gets us into the, into the, the vibe. Um, and that is to answer the basic question on the live stream of consciousness is, uh, what is consciousness? Everybody's got a little bit of a different answer, but they all seem to fit together. Sure. So I see consciousness as several quadrants. It's an alignment of mind, body, spirit, and soul. Now, it doesn't ha necessarily have to go to the religious realm. It doesn't necessarily have to go to the spiritual realm, but it's a frequency. Mm -hmm. It's a frequency that elevates your mind to tap into your subconscious. Mm -hmm. It elevates your spirit to just soar and connect with like-minded individuals such as yourself mm -hmm. and then your soul you know we say when we when we cross over when we go to that next dimension our souls usually go with us mm -hmm. but i believe that every part of us is a soul that has been before mm -hmm. and the reason i say that is because just a little bit background i was born during the war-torn drug zone era during the cartel in colombia Oh, wow. And I was adopted. So my parents were unable to care for themselves at that time, let alone me. Mm. And I came wow. to America at 11 months old, weighing in at only 11 pounds. So I was that child on the TV with the distended stomach and, and barely, you know, barely surviving. Right, right. Wow. But I feel that the internal me of my ancestors, of my spirits, the mm -hmm. guidance or whatever has really empowered me because I was able to become a survivor three times thus far in such a short period of time in life. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe it started of like, my family was very religious. Mm -hmm. And so they would always say, you know, say your prayers, just do your best and, you know, go forth. But when you talk about consciousness to get to your to go back to the basic question is yeah. that awareness, that acknowledgement and then making the adjustment and adaptation to apply going forward. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's 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 a great answer. You said so many so many things there <laughs> we can expand upon um, for sure, for sure. And and, you know, it's interesting to me that we definitely talk to a lot of people who um kind of have gone through these very uh adverse situations uh, mm -hmm. in order to kind of see that and and reach that spirituality um and i i do think that's important to kind of uh show the the resilience you know of that human spirit of that spirit that you're talking about you know um and, and you also mentioned that it's kind of a combination of mind body spirit and soul Yes. Um, and, and that it didn't have to be religious or spiritual. And, and I agree with that. I mean, I kind of, I, I'm not big into the terminology of like, Hey, I'm on a spiritual journey. Right. right, right. To me, that is, what is that? That is life, right? Mm -hmm. Life is a spiritual journey. It, it is, it is learning. It is growing. It is, right. it is discovering all of these things. So, you know, I agree. It doesn't need to, I don't even, when people ask me, you know, what my beliefs are, religious or spiritual, you know, it's like, it's a feeling. Yes. It's, it's just a feeling. It's just a knowing. Um, so yeah, perfect. I love, I love that answer. Um, you also, you also kind of opened me up to the next question when you said something about, um, when we pass on going to the next dimension. So, yes. so knowing that you 
believe that there is this other dimension. Yes. Is there a story or a memory that you have when you suddenly realized, wait a second, there are things out there that are beyond kind of what I've been taught in school and the basic three-dimensional existence around me? Absolutely. I mean, I have several stories, but I'll kind of pinpoint it kind of in a nutshell, if you will. So I went to public school and like I mentioned, being adopted, I had different features from my adoptive parents. I was from South America. They were from they were born and raised in America. So I didn't have much. So I was a victim of bullying and abuse. And then I was just like, how could somebody how could somebody be that way, if you will, and experience that if there isn't a lesson? From every loss, there's a lesson. From every pain, there's a gain. From every obstacle, there's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so I remember being 13 years old and losing my first immediate family member, my paternal grandmother, excuse me, and grandfather on my father's side. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I should be there. Why should they do that? That shouldn't be an opportunity. And when I tapped into that, I was just kind of like, that was weird. You know, like, why would I think of that at age 13? Right. And then every consecutive year, unfortunately, somebody had passed. But wow. as I got in more in tune with it, I'll never forget, I believe it was in 2016, we, my family was going to Disney World. And as soon as I stepped off the bus, Michael, I felt a thump in my chest. And I was like, oh, no. I texted my cousin and I said, did Dan, you know, did my, my family member pass? And she said, how did you know? You're supposed to be on vacation, the most magical place on earth. Wow. And I felt it. Wow. And just ever since then, tapping into those signs, you know, a lot of people... One of the cliches is, oh, it's a coincidence or, oh, deja vu. Oh, I think I've been here before. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that we've mastered and had, but somehow, some way along the timelines or what I feel, what I believe is a different dimension or timeline that we've been on. Mm -hmm. And once we tap into that, I mean, I can go on about different visions and premonitions that I've had if I know somebody or I remember we were in Ireland one time and I said to the person we were we were traveling with on the tour, I said, just want to know, when did you finish the academy and what made you stop being a police officer? And the person was just like, wait, a what? <laughs> and so my family said, yeah, she she had that that mm -hmm. sense, that sixth sensibility. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, we can tap into it. And what I've been able to learn is if you're just still and you're able to kind of peel back the layers and threads of your experiences, you'll understand some sort of way, whether it's our subconscious, our conscious, or that extra skill that we barely tap into because of taboo or society frowns about it, crazy, which whatever, <laughs> we have the capability. Mm -hmm. And when you are ready and prepared to utilize it in the proper way, mm -hmm. in the positive way, it's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. And like I was telling Michael before, sometimes it's kind of like, now there's no turning back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a beautiful, a beautiful experience. For right. Our, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, re it really is. It's, 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 I think, you know, for me, the connection was even more basic at some point very similar which is just all of the different things in my life that i've been interested in um, music and computers and and art and all the things that i was interested in right. all as i grew up it was like each one of those things got me an opportunity to do something and they all started connecting as i realized i was getting older i was like oh wait this is i was doing this but that connects with this and now i'm doing this and 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 then it's like, oh, well, that's because that's who I am. I'm the sum of all of these experiences and all of these, you know, skills that I built up along the way. And and that makes me who I am. And that also allows me to get into those opportunities and situations that I get into, you know, Absolutely. and respond to them the right way to, yes. you know. So, and but that's always a work in progress, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even, right. Yeah. you're never like done. You're never like, well, now I know how to do everything, and you know, it's there's, there's still new situations that you've got to experience, and and yeah. 
and and grow. And uh, this is something that's been kind of the theme for me in my life. Um, it works in waves. So so the universe kind of gives me messages for like a bunch of weeks at a time, like this specific message is like a theme. Um, yeah. The theme now is kind of get out of the comfort zone, right? Which, because we all, we all love the comfort zone because right. it's comfortable. That's why it's called the comfort zone. And we all, I think we all strive to create a comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is once you get into that comfort zone, you're not going to grow until you get out of that comfort zone. Right. You know what I mean? And, and if, if you're not growing, you know, why exist? <laughs> you right. know, exactly. And we are that we are creatures of comfort. It's just easy to be comfortable rather than to excel and thrive. I mean, think about mm -hmm. it. Would you rather just kind of settle for less or thrive for more? Mm -hmm. You know, it's the beauty of the option and the choice that we have as human beings. We're the only species that, you know, we burn our hands and we'll do it again and do it again and do it again. And oh yeah, well, it's all right. Oh, that always happens when I cook something or that always happens when I go to that place or right. I'm always late. We have an opportunity to create whatever we choose. If we really put our mind to it, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of, you know, I, I, I'll just do a little plug here of the secret. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts become things and our Absolutely. frequency, you know, it starts when we're children. Think about it. When we're children, mm -hmm. when you're on the playground and all of a sudden some uh, uh, one of your friends goes, I have to go to the bathroom. Well, now I have to go to the bathroom. Well, now I have to go to the bathroom. I mean, it's as simple as that. But when we tailor make it to what is our frequency, what is our emotion? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's both sides of the coin. Misery loves company. Mm -hmm. And joy loves camaraderie and the more the merrier. Mm -hmm. So what is your frequency? What is your level of consciousness that you're bringing mm -hmm. to a table, to a conversation, to a room or to your right. life? Right. You know, and, and, you know, we have those butterflies of stepping outside of our comfort zone. Right. But as Michael said, that's stepping outside of your comfort zone. That's the, the twinge of change, transformation. Right. That's where you're and gonna just grow. The next level you can go to. I mean, just think about it. What you know, what we can create. Dreams are to be creating destinations, not to have deadlines. Right. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And and that this is all great segue into who you are and what you do. Um, and you were talking about uh Dr. Les Brown. So that was that's something that you you mentioned. That was one of the first things I heard you. And um, you're an alumna of Les Brown, so you're obviously very proud of yes. uh, the impact this man has had on your life. So tell me who uh, uh, my audience and, and everybody who uh, Les Brown is and what what drew you to him. And, and Absolutely. It's all about consciousness. So yeah. Les Brown, well, Dr. Les Brown, at the time he was Mr. Les Brown. He's probably one of the most successful motivational speakers worldwide. You know, are you hungry? And when the world shut down as an empath and as an extrovert, I didn't know what to do. And I remember thumbing through the feed of social media, which I really didn't want to because I unplugged from everything. Talk about frequency. I unplugged and I invested everything, whether it was what I wanted to listen to, what I wanted to eat, what I wanted to music I wanted to listen to, what articles I wanted to read. And I came through the feed and it said, and a familiar voice came and it said, are you going through it or are you growing through it? Mm -hmm. Boom. That resonated with me, just what we talked a few moments ago. And I said, no, I need to grow. I was established as someone who dedicated over two and a half decades and degrees in social work and psychology. Mm -hmm. And I exceeded where I wanted to go, but then the infrastructure and the political realms and it just wasn't going in the way I wanted to go as a victim from my childhood. Mm -hmm. So I changed my direction. I changed my channel and I said, you know what, I'm going to take my stories and I'm going to motivate people of personal experiences, a woman of integrity, a woman of authenticity. Mm -hmm. And so the feed said, act now and you'll be part of his academy. It was virtual. And I said, what's the best way to learn than going to the greats? Mm -hmm. So I made, that was my very first ever investment in my life to myself. It was mm -hmm. a selfish mm -hmm. and selfless act. Mm -hmm. twofold. 
And I just learned so much. We were both fellow adoptees. We didn't know our parents, you know, and it was just the alignment of the frequency and our mission and our message was so pure. So I wanted to learn from him. And then a year later, once I graduated, I was able to meet him in person with my family, shake his hand, and then just been you know, an amazing journey since then. I've been able to speak on every continent. I was just shy of Antarctica, Michael. I was supposed to speak on Antarctica with somebody who really? was with the penguins. And uh -huh. then the time difference or whatever just didn't sync and I didn't make it. So that is next on my list. Wow. And I've just been able to help people. You know, I've just been able to utilize. So you've talked physically in, in the onset? On virtually. The, virtually on every single time. But continent. internationally. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes. So yes, I've been yeah. able to, you know, speak with the first lady before of uh, Pakistan. I, wow. been, I was scheduled to be on her show and stuff happened. Wow. But I've mentored men and women and children in the Middle East and Africa. I, I actually one of my family members was able to see me live on TV virtually. And they were like, what are you doing on TV? That's so really cool. it's just been an amazing level of consciousness i'm not this categorized in the box individual i always want to be creative i always want to be innovative and i want to take risks all my life i've always took risks because i like again i was my life was constantly failing forward everything i did was failing I was not doing well in school because of the bullying and abuse i was not going good in relationships bullying and abuse right. and so with every failure I've had a level of consciousness of the lesson, what the right. take was. It seems like, yeah, you were saying that earlier, and it seems like you realized that at a young age that yes. situations were really meant for you, meant, yes. were meant to help you, give you a lesson. Like if something mm -hmm. about the situation felt like it was supposed to be giving you a lesson, it was. <laughs> you yes. know, and, and it was rough going through it, but right. I'm able to say, you know, like Steve Jobs says, connect the dots. You know, going forward, not mm. backward, backward, not going forward. You're able to see why every incident was preparing you for the next level. Right. And right. although people were like, how many, <laughs> how can one person go through all of this? I see it as because this is what I need to teach others. I need to help others. I need to be a living testimony for others. So sure. I look back and it was always a greater, bigger challenge. But, you know, I know the cliche and, and some, you know, beliefs are, you know, you wouldn't be given this challenge if they didn't believe that you can achieve it. And so sure, that's sure. I see the perspective of it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and I guess, you know, the religious version of that is God won't give you more than you can handle. Right. That's right. Thing. And, and, you know, it's interesting because part of, for me, part of my journey has been really kind of coming to terms with language yes. um, and, and even the word God itself, you know, mm -hmm. was, was such a, a, a block for me because of its, its tie to religion. But once I was able yeah. to untie the word God from religion, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, I, it, it gave me so much more peace. I understood it so much more. You know, I mean, and I understood even, you know, my views of religion, you know, certain aspects of, of religion um, and, and aspects of non-religion, you know, like and aspects of spirituality, all of it, it all ties together. I started to, uh, what started the live stream of consciousness was really the diverse amount of people I was meeting and really re resonating and getting close with, uh, I was mm -hmm. talking to earlier, psychic mediums, Akashic records, right. you know, very metaphysical people uh, with different modalities. And to me, it all felt the same. You know, I felt all of those people on the same vibration, even though they were very different. Um, and like you said, every single one of those people would say exactly what you said, that whatever it is that they're doing, we all have the ability to do. Yes. We all have the ability to tap into being a psychic medium and, and talking to spirits. If that's where we want to tune our, our frequency to. Absolutely. You know I mean? It's not Absolutely. like you, we have to tune our frequency there, but I think the con the idea of consciousness and knowing that that's there and, and just being like, okay, I don't need to know more about it than I know it's there. Right. And that's amazing. You mentioned that because I've been very cognizant and conscious with my words. 
-hmm. Because if you think about it, words are spells, it's mm -hmm. very particular mm -hmm. on how you lose the use the words loosely yep. or intentionally, mm -hmm. and also the the root and the and the stem of what the actual meaning of the word has. I mean, you mm -hmm. just take a random statement anywhere, and then you look up each origin of the word. You're like, mm -hmm. wow, that's wow. <laughs> so that's what they meant. You know what I mean? Yep, and yep. and it's, it's really tapping into that consciousness as well as, you know, with me also, I've also been able to tap into, which a lot of people don't think they can, but I'm glad you mentioned it, is healing, healing people remotely, mm -hmm. that love, that unconditional love. And as, as I learned about empathy, because I didn't understand it, I was like, why am I getting exhausted when it's both positive empathy and negative, it drains you. Mm -hmm. And I go back to the story, uh, the movie, if you will, of Ghost, how mm -hmm. when Whoopi Goldberg goes into the body and then, he, or the gentleman, when she's doing a reading or a connection, spiritual connection, right. gentleman wants his turn with the family member. And it was just like, wow. And, and I didn't understand it then, but I, I am cognizant of that now. I, that's why I literally had to unplug from 2015. Like literally, it's a joke. My family and friends truly believe I live under a rock because, you know, some think it's hysterical. Hey, by the way, did you know who passed away or did you know this was going on? No, because my whole intention is the mission and message of rise and unite, not conquer and divide. In the crazy game of life. Learn how to push life, plan life according to you. We are the pilot, the driver, if you will, of our own vehicle. And we can have it as bittersweet to as rough as it can be right. by tapping into our consciousness just by making a choice. And mm -hmm. as I learned today, too, not making a choice and not doing anything is also a choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hat Pauser is out there and says, hi, uh, yes, RJ Spina has been talking a lot about spelling yourself. Uh, and that's funny that that was the comment that came in because that was in my head. The thought mm -hmm. was brewing and I was processing what you said about words being spells. Yeah. Um, and I have heard that said before. I've heard it uh, mm -hmm. said that way. And I certainly do believe that and i feel like i try to practice that like be very very cognizant of the words i use how to especially talking to other people and how you talk oh, to other people right absolutely. Um, and and how you talk to yourself uh, yes. which is also yes. very important too yes uh, so so i just want to kind of expand on that um the the power of words the power of language. Um, the story that I've told uh, my audience many times before is just answering the question when when someone says to you, "Hey, how you doing?" and you say, "I'm doing awesome." Like that's a whole that opens up a whole new dynamic. All of a sudden, it's like, "Whoa, wait a second, what's yeah. what's this all about?" You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 that's just really important. Um, so I guess. Uh, you know, there's no, I'm trying to think of a question, but there is no real question. It's just, it's, it's just awesome to talk to people who are aware of those things in conversation, you know, that, okay, everything, everything that I'm saying has this important, this mm -hmm. energy surrounding yeah. it that it's like my energy, oh, I got to do it this way. My energy is going to go, yeah. you know, to you. Uh, and, and how that's so powerful. How powerful is that? Yeah. You know, that when you're aware of it, you, really what you want to do is make other people feel good right yes and, and so that's the, that's the response that comes back to you you know right and as as you had mentioned musically inclined there was an 80s or 90s i'm like dating myself but in aerosmith he's like i'm fine and in the cassette cover it's bleeped up insecure neurotic emotional when fine yeah when the acronym that he talks about you know mm -hmm. in the song i forgot what song it was but right he talks about yeah everything is fine and then he does the acronym and that's when i got really really you know a, a lot of people joke how i should be like a slogan writer because i take the acronyms of words words can be weapons or wisdom mm -hmm. and another thing that i learned it's not what you say but I, one of my one of my bosses at the time was just and and I speak about this in my my videos and my coaching is um, it's not what you say it's it's a presentation and I didn't understand it at first and they said well you know everybody talks about how grand surf and turf is lobster and steak right pardon the vegans out there. 
But you could have a five-star restaurant and you can order surf and turf, but, but if it's on a paper plate or a dirty plate, you're not gonna eat it. Right. Be mindful and cognizant of your audience. Mm -hmm. Be mindful and cognizant of your tonality, your nonverbal cues, your body language. Mm -hmm. Because as I see here, thank you for the, the, the comment, especially I want or I need, yeah. definitely very powerful. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I do have started a long time ago is not doing the casual salutation. I always say, I'll see you later. I'll see you soon. Or my, my great uncle, I'll see you when I see you. Mm -hmm. Because that three-letter word begins with a B, ends with an E, is so finite. Right. So I never say that. I'll say, oh, I'll have a good one. Have a great day. Yeah. I'll see you when I see you. Because it truly taps into our subconscious. Right. But for those right. individuals who are tapping into their conscious, I... I'm very, very, very particular with my words. Right. You know, and, and I just realized as you were talking about that, something that I do, and I think, I, I'm not saying I don't mean it. I do mean it uh, authentically when I say it. But when I when I see someone, when someone's like comes into the studio or whatever it is, I, I very often am saying, it's so good to see you. Awesome. And, and, and now I'm realizing, like, I'm saying that to to set up that energy to be yeah. like to make that person feel good like you know that they're i'm happy that they're there yes. and so they're happy that they showed up right you know and it, and it's also can be counter transference because how many times you, i remember to have one job it was like you can have a person who comes in oh, i can't think of the terminology so i'm going to paraphrase pardon ladies and gentlemen but some people enter a room and make it glorious, but some people make it glorious by leaving the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. On, on, that, on that scope. And it's just like, I have now been able to be so cognizant of my presence mm. and feel the energy that mm -hmm. I know, yeah, I'm going to wait a few minutes to go in that room because it's kind of tension. It's kind mm -hmm. of toxic. Right. Or even the nonverbal cues I mentioned before, just smiling. You know, like I want everybody just to kind of who's watching or on playback, say the word happy without smiling. You can't. <laughs> and just saying, yeah. you know, it's kind of like the camera saying cheese. Right. It's it's an innate pre, I don't like saying program, but it's a preset that happy you're smiling. Right. And how many times I've actually learned through customer service and corporate saying, I do this a lot and it takes people back, especially now when I speak to somebody on the phone for a customer service, I'm like, thank you for smiling. And they're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, I'm on a call. I That's awesome. Energy. I like that. You know, and I, I usually address them. Hey, how are you doing today? Because they're ready to go in their spiel or what do you need? And I'm like, right. hey, Sally, how are you doing today? And they, they, there's an uncomfortable pause. And they're like, um, you know what? I'm good. Or uh, I'm kind of tired. So I feed well, off of that. So that kind of goes to in, in alignment with you. what you said. It's so good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Practicing yeah. and presetting that energy, that frequency, frequency, that level of consciousness yeah. Hey, we're in a safe space. I'm happy you're here. You're happy to be here. Let's connect. Yeah, totally. And and like I said, it's it's not like um only doing it for that reason to make them feel away. It's it's also setting my intention. You yes. know, I mean it's I it's like I'm saying it, so I'm I'm feeling it as I'm saying yes. it. You know, and I love that word intention. We need to be more mindful of acting with intention, not with interruption or you know, isolation. Right, right. Absolutely. Everything we do, there must be a way of positive intention. You know what? I'm here in the moment to be present. And the mm -hmm. greatest gift and the greatest present is my time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and especially, I think, when you're interacting and connecting with, with a group, it's like be present with that group. You're not right. just not just in your own head like you're you're yes you know absolutely and, and that's what i love about this platform i love being able to talk to people and connect with them and then like really be like wait a second tell me more about this tell me more about that right. and it's yeah. like um you know that it was you were talking about 2015 and it probably that's a little early but it probably started back then uh where social media just started to become this right. uh, land of division right you know people, yes uh, in anything anyone said that was an opportunity for someone to, to be offended or to to 
argue with them and you know what i mean and and when i found this platform and and immediately that's what it did it was like connecting mm -hmm. people in a way to talk and share that that connection you know because that's right. that's energetic right the part of the live stream of consciousness i think is is energetic um Absolutely. and know. that's that's what the one of the things is when i talk about changing channels shifting gears shifting your energy I want people to think about this, especially the young, younger generation, or like me, the older one, still learning how to use social media. Yeah. <laughs> a great a motivational speaker says, energy goes where focus flows. Think about that. Energy flows where focus goes. And so if you've got a support system, whether or not they're bots or not, or legitimate people, why do we tend to shift to that one thumbs down right. as opposed to those 330,000 or three hearts and positive emojis? Right. It's all about frequency. Right. You have a choice. Right. A conscious but I, have, choice. but I have no doubt that, that that you do respond with hearts and love and and yes. and, and yes. happiness and joy. And you're right. Yes. There's there is this other contingency of of the population who just find it real easy to you know close up and 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 hit the dislike button and, mm -hmm. and all of these things you know um and i think i think f fortunately people are starting to realize how it feels you know yeah. we're like wait this doesn't feel good i don't like this and they're starting to wake up but i think it's, yeah. it's this kind of thing discussions like this that make people say wait a second Maybe I am doing that, and and that's a that's kind of a good segue into um, what you do as far as being an accountability coach because that's something that I feel like is uh, it's not like it's n not been around probably forever, but I think currently in the in the day of self help, which is a good thing, people are are looking for resources right. to to get out of what they've just been in you know because because of that comfort zone thing you know people are right. kind of stuck in like well this is the way it is right well that statement irks oh, me yeah. it is what it is i can't my energy just shifted i saw it i saw it happen i'm sorry i didn't i cannot I take that to <laughs> i totally didn't mean to upset you jesse no no no, not at all 11 11 yes that's me yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I just saw that that effect. <laughs> that's, that's it, really, it's a, it's a, it's really a twinge funny. because it. I used to think that way. Yeah. I used to play the blame game. I used to hold <laughs> other people accountable right. for my mistakes, my shortcomings, my environment. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, victims and victorious. I'm not living that life anymore. But <laughs> I'm the living testimony that the choice how many times when we look in the mirror let's be real if we want to be really deep and conscious we get in our own way mm -hmm. we are the only ones that are going to be making the decisions and when we tap into wait a minute everything i could do i don't have to take personal i can actually do something with it i can actually have a choice there is freedom there is an other side of the coin there are more options than a and b that's what I that's what I bring to the table with accountability. Yeah. I don't dictate. It's not my life. I don't lecture. People right. don't have the time <laughs> tension span as it is. Right, right. I don't guide because I wouldn't put you outside of your comfort zone. I walk beside you and you say, Andrea, this is what I want. And I say, let's go. Mm -hmm. And I do check in whatever is tailor made for them. I have somebody I check in every hour. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hey, how are you doing? I have somebody I see every four months, every once a year. Sure. I hold them accountable without the guilt, without the reprimand. And the beautiful thing, Michael, is I just show up. Right. And a lot of people don't have that now. Sure. And if they're but virtual, they're living with those naysayers, those predators, those non-believers, or even the, the, I mean, when, when you think about it as virtual digital content creators, when fate goes to black, when screen goes to black, all you have is your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that can be a fearful place. And yeah. I'm just saying, you know what? I just want to help people, man. Yeah. 
I'm here to listen, unconditional love, learn, and walk with you. Well, and you and you said some important things that I think probably are part of what makes you successful in what you're trying to do, and that is everybody's yeah. different, right? So, so you said there's one person that you talk to every hour because that's kind of that's the vibe, that's what you feel like you need, and 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 they that's how it's going to work with them. You know what I mean? Right. And then yeah. people you talk to every four months and, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's really important. I think that's, you know, I think that's a part of consciousness too, being aware of how you're interacting with people, navigating those relationships. That's been a huge thing yeah. for me for the last year and a half. Um, yeah. But you said something else that was uh, important and that was um, the energy uh you're talking about people who don't realize, you know, that they're kind of stuck in these. Ways. I think mm-hmm. having gone through that, um, and and both you and I, and I can I can relate to this. Yeah. It's it's much easier to have compassion, right, for for mm-hmm. people who are stuck in that. I'm not going to say the phrase again. Maybe so uncomfortable. <laughs> but, I felt but, it. It's okay. <laughs> I that, moved on. That mindset, right? Yeah. You don't like it and it makes you uncomfortable you and me because right. we know we've been there and it's not right right it also allows us to be compassionate to those people and and i think that's what allows you to be the healer that you are mm-hmm. and 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 me too i don't you know i don't consider myself that however i i do know that that is a part of who i am and mm-hmm. and i do affect some people right yeah. uh, everyone's different so so some people are just they're kind of already tuned into whatever it is that i'm putting out and they're like, oh, I like that. That makes me yeah. feel good. I relate right. to that, you know. Um, but you also said something that inspired me uh, in a way to maybe market who I am mm-hmm. uh, and actually be a healer and and offer something to people that isn't necessarily packaged that way uh, uh, as a spiritual healer, but love healer like i heal i heal with love i don't yeah. heal with uh, my girlfriend does reiki i don't heal oh. with reiki i don't i don't i don't connect you to your your dead relatives but <laughs> i love you yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's the greatest so- energy that's the po- most positive energy but think of how difficult that is yeah for me i lost my mom i lost my other mom it's like i question how do i love what is love right you know, and, and this universal language, you know, I, I was going to add on to yours is your your soul, your spirit through music. It's mm-hmm. a universal language. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many can throw on Danzig or like, you know, Guns N' Roses when they're mad, then put on Beethoven when they're peaceful mm-hmm. or nature sounds? It's just that frequency of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And right. in a world where we think we're so different, virtually I've been around we want to be loved. We want to be understood. We want to be heard. That's the underlying thread. And Jim Carrey says, you know, all you need to know is the currency, find out what people need mm-hmm. and provide that. And the current, the, the effect you have on others is the greatest currency. Absolutely. And I just see that with the world. There's so much heartache out there. And my question to the individuals out there are you being part of the solution or are you being mm-hmm. part of the problem? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to choice. Do you say when somebody says I'm upset, do you join them in misery? Yeah. Well, let's, let's have a war. Well, I went through this and I went through this. It's not about war stories. Right. It's about what you said, love, right. healing, understanding, connecting right. all of the greatest successful stories started out with understanding and starting it out with a relationship of connection mm-hmm. conscious of somebody else can feel what you've been through we all have a book of life sure. it's just a matter of what chapter we're in we're stuck in or are we ready to turn the page right and okay. when we're younger our story is told to us but it's at what point and one point you must take the pen in your own hand and start writing your own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely so so I have an interesting question. What do you say to to someone? Because I know you understand it, and I know I understand it, and I know it seems so simple, right? But what do you just say to somebody who says, I am the way that I am mm-hmm. in response 
to the world around me. Okay. In other words, they're not necessarily taking accountability for their right. actions. And they're saying, mm -hmm. I'm not choosing to be the way I am. It's just mm -hmm. the response that I have. Like, right. what are some of the tools you use to get through that? Absolutely. I mean, it goes through a couple of cliche statements, a couple of speeches. It's like, is that what you want to be remembered for? Mm -hmm. What is the legacy of love you're building? Mm -hmm. And are you, go to the basic. Are you happy that way? Are, are you okay with that way? Did you, do you see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel? Do you see that there's a possibility that it can be so much better? Because truth be told, you're here another day. Mm -hmm. Look at you now from last week, last mm -hmm. year, five years ago. And usually when I go to that core, all right, you're okay the way things are? Cool. Where were you then? Well, how come you weren't? like that then now mm -hmm. and then the wheels start turning wait a minute i did shift i'm no longer using or i'm no longer in an angry or or hard relationship or i'm no longer financially strapped right something shifted and it goes to if nothing changes nothing changes right so for those individuals that are stuck i've been there several times i still go there every now and again ask yourself well where was I yesterday? Where was I then? Mm -hmm. Is it really as bad as it is? Because I did something to give me another day. Mm -hmm. We don't have that time stamp of our way out. Right. But as my mentor says, make the rest of your life the best of your life. Why not? Right. right. Why not? Why wouldn't you? So you're consciously right. choosing to be stuck. All right, so so let's talk about let's talk about synchronicity because I was thinking about responding to you with that, and we got a comment from Tim that says, okay. "I've been writing my own life for quite a while, but I'm definitely writing my best chapter of my life now." Awesome. And I think that 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 comes from the fact that you weren't aware back then or taking accountability for writing your life. You were right. just like, "Oh, life is happening to me. All of this yeah. stuff is happening to me, right?" And then right. it's like when you realize, "Wait a second. Here's the pen. I have the pen. What's going to happen next? Yeah. I can actually write this down and make this happen. And there you go. I'm writing my life now, right? Yes. And and you're not going to write all of those horrible things. You may write them. I think you write them to help other people and to kind of, you know, uh, document it and say, hey, this is what got me to where I'm at. And And I love, you know, as much as people like yourself, um, I know quite a few people who have had to tell me these insane stories about coming from other countries and being adopted into cults and like, you mm -hmm. know, all of these, these crazy stories. And they are the most loving and amazing people. And you would think, oh, my God, they must, you know, they would hate the world. But but they use that and they turn that around mm -hmm. and and they saw what it meant to them. And that's like, again, life wasn't happening to you. It was happening for you to become who you are now. Right. Yeah. And it's funny, I, I, I just, uh, I'm not an avid reader. I do audiobooks, and uh -huh. I just finished Green Lights and The Road Trip with The Art of Living of Matthew McConaughey. And I oh, loved it. I yeah, actually yeah. saw his speech yeah. through the class, but he's like, if you really want to make it simple, it's not easy, but like we said, simple. Mm -hmm. Find out what you don't want, and mm -hmm. then you find out who you are. Mm -hmm. So those individuals, I have several in my life <laughs> mm -hmm. and I say, all right, so what is it that you don't want? Because when we say, what do you want? It's like an interview. Well, what are you good at? Uh, right. you, we don't focus on that. Right. Oh, I, right. I, I stink at this. So think about it this way. Here's a simple tool. Okay. Well, my life is that phrase. Okay, cool. What don't you want to happen? Well, I don't want this. I don't want this. Okay, so why don't we start taking action to prevent that? Right. <laughs> what? There, I can do that? Yeah. If you don't want that, what is the action? What gets you there, yeah. And right. And, and, and that's, that's really what, what we have to focus on because, again, we are in an area, in a time where we're so quick to just be waiting to be told what to do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not question 
I was that kid in school that got beat on the playground. And that's why I hated recess because I always, I don't get it. I don't get it. Remember that movie big where he like goes to the corporate and he's like, I don't get it. Yeah. I ask questions, but I ask questions because either I didn't understand, I wanted to know more, or I was just using my higher level of consciousness. Well, mm -hmm. why, why does it have to be that way? Or why is it, why, how did they come to that? You know? Right. Right. And the more we ask questions, we might not be happy with the answers, right. but the more we're creating opportunity, innovation, and imagination to bring right. us to the next level. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's amazing. Again, you know, I think, you know, talking to people like you and, and different people that I talk to versus kind of um, people who, like, how many people are in toxic relationships, right? Because they just, uh, again, that statement that you hate, you know, they just, that's what they think, right? And yeah, that's all I and, deserve. That's all I, that's the best I can get. Really? Right. And, yeah. and it's, and it's, it's really sad because a lot of times, you know, especially when you are a little bit more aware, you, you see that you're like, oh my God, you feel so bad for people. And you're like, how do you, how do you stay in that relationship? I can remember, um, you know, uh, even my mom and my stepdad early on, my dad went mm -hmm. through uh, a little bout of alcoholism and, and mm -hmm. he's sober now. I've been sober for probably, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like 20 years. He's, it's, awesome. it's been a long time. Um, but watching that relationship, I was like, why would you stay in that relationship? You know, when people are interacting the way they are, I don't even have to say more. I don't have to be yeah. specific other than say, you know, it, the interactions were not pleasant you know the words that went back and forth everything that we were talking about there wasn't right. love intention behind it there was something else behind it you know right. um and and i can speak to that as you know my former like my earlier life it was just filling that void and it mm -hmm. was so crazy when i share my stories with people because they're like like first of all the area that i grew up in was like mr rogers neighborhood everybody knew each other's name Mm -hmm. Our family was pretty normal. You know, you had, a, you know, I had a few spats, but pretty normal where, you know, if I got hurt by the end of the weekend, everybody in my family knew about it. You know, if I got hurt on the soccer field. Right. But then it's just like, well, if you grew up in, like, in our family, I think there was only one or two divorces in our entire family. And you're like, okay, that's good but weird and then you go to me and i was in abusive after abusive relationships or i was you know looking love in the wrong places and they're like well how you had parents they're actually today's their god rest my mom's soul but today would have been you know uh, 55 years married today wow. so this is awesome and Happy you anniversary yeah and so <laughs> i looked at them and, they, and I, I was like wow it's like a fairy tale but then I, then people are like, well, Andrea, why did you take so long to find your own relationships? And it goes back to, you know, they talk about nature and nurturance, that the first seven years is nature of your surroundings and environment. And then mm -hmm. the nurturance kicks, kicks in seven on. Mm -hmm. so think about it, cartel, explosives, drunk gangs and all that stuff was all I known subconsciously right. as an infant. But it still has an implant in my mind somewhere. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I was always like, well, and I remember when I was told I was adopted at seven years old, they would be like, well, if your mom and dad didn't want you, how are you going to love anyone? How could, how could you love anyone? Right. Just the seed planted. Mm -hmm. So I was always looking for the grass is always greener, or I would look for a relationship that I knew wouldn't last and self-sabotage and get in my own way. I would either end it before it got bad or, oh, it's just one time. Oh, it'll happen again. Right. Fine, you know, until you get that level of consciousness, like it doesn't have to be this way. Mm -hmm. I can make a difference. I can make that shift. I can right. change the curse if they, that some people say, you know, the family curse or the relationship curse. When you tap into your consciousness, and ladies and gentlemen, it could be as simple as three to five seconds, just sitting with your thoughts in silence or even having some light music, just tapping into stillness. 
a lot of things and I'm getting emotional just thinking it because in the still and silence of your mind is when it's so powerful mm -hmm. because you really tap into the checks and balances, weighing the options and look at the opportunities that preside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm imagining you meditate or mm -hmm. that. That's I try. It's, it's, I mean, that sounds like that sounds like a form of meditation. You know? Yes. Usually I, I would say my method of meditation is through music or going mm -hmm. outside to nature by water and just being in the elements. Mm -hmm. As mm -hmm. far as own meditation, it takes some time because my, my mind is always racing. But mm -hmm. I, I have attempted a few times and there's been a few times that I just lost control of it. And I was in like a deep. Like, luckily, my girlfriend was there. We were listening to some binaural beats, and I was just like, yeah. "What just happened?" Because I felt like I was gone for like hours, wow. and really only ten minutes. But that's what I'm saying: the power of consciousness when you mm -hmm. happily, ap actually able to quiet the mind, body, soul, and spirit. From what I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. that's when you hear the most voluminous messages and tap into your skills. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, wow. Uh, we've talked <laughs> about so many things. I, I don't even know where to go with this. Uh, <laughs> um, so you've spoken uh, internationally, virtually on yes. different conferences. Yes. Uh, what What is usually the topic? Uh, accountability is is. So there's various topics, but but the three main topics is taking responsibility and accountability for your own actions that you do have the option, choice, and free will at any age, any stage to do it. Mm -hmm. Achieving personal freedom through the healing power of forgiveness, especially forgiving ourselves. Oh. And then number three is victim to victorious, that anybody, whether it's a victim of a predator, abuse, bullying, or of your own mindset, mm -hmm. there's victory on the other side. Sure. Sure. I think a lot of people take it on as an identity, right? The, the right. victim identity, right? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, okay. So good. You mentioned one last thing that I do want to talk about, and that is uh, the self-love aspect of it. Because yes. I think that right there, I, I don't think you could really get very far in any spiritual journey. Yeah. Uh, without that, that's like yeah. you know, definitely one of the basics. Um, do you have any uh, words of wisdom, any advice for my audience as far as uh, how you were able to achieve that? Because I don't think people even understand what it is sometimes. Right. Self-love, and actually I learned this too, is being selfish. We have this, again, going back to words and spells, selfish, we have this connotation of a negative thing. But mm. think about it. You've heard it. How can you, you know, it's the analogy of when, you know, you're go to an airport or go on the plane, put your mask on first before mm -hmm. helping others. Mm -hmm. You have to be at your 100%, your best version of yourself to help others. Yeah. And I was able to self-love myself to the healing power of forgiveness. You know, all my life was like, oh, my goodness, how can my mother and, you know, my my biological mother give me up 11 months, send me to America nonetheless, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, during the cartel? How can, you know. And you blamed yourself for that. I blamed myself for that. I blamed her for that. Mm -hmm. I blamed also when my adoptive mother had passed in 2007, I blamed, you know, God. I was like, seriously, can we. You know, be careful what you wish for, because I was like, what else are you going to give me? And right. then I encountered throughout my life three times almost losing my life, you know, coming to America, getting into a, a physical bullying battle that I was not able to defend myself because of my stature and a female during school after, after at the bell rang at three o'clock after school hours. And then after suppressing talk about self-love suppressing my emotions of the loss of my mother in 2007 mm -hmm. not dealing with it and then in 2016 being hospitalized for a week on my uh, having stage five myasthenia gravis on wow. my bed not not knowing what happened self-love wow. is looking in the mirror and focusing and being grateful for what you have and who you are mm -hmm. 
and that every shortcoming, every area of improvement, every vice is a tool in your toolbox for the next journey that you have, the next path you choose, the next obstacle, project, or task that you do to be the light in somebody else's darkness. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And so my my finish would be through the toughest times, miracle ma- miracles are made. I'm a test, living testimony. Through tri- life's trials and tribulations, triumphs are won. I've been able to connect with people around the world. And finally, remember to follow your heart, not the herd, nor the hurt, for success, joy, and happiness are on the other side. I love that. Beautiful. Awesome. Very awesome. Tim had uh, responded. Uh, that's exactly the thinking, asking what I don't want that got me how now I have everything I never even knew I wanted. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Tim, Tim, Tim is a regular listener who has an amazing story. Oh, he's yay. he's in Brazil. He's a beautiful, a beautiful <laughs> wife. He just had a baby. Oh, and, congratulations. Uh, he's, yes. he's, his, his story is also from victim to victorious. Absolutely. Um, and that's, and that's beautiful. I, I love, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to bring people on and share these stories so that they inspire other people. You know, um, that's what it's all about. It was, it was so awesome talking to you. Thank uh, you. I will definitely be up with you. If, if you guys are feeling Andrea, Andrea, uh, uh, Andrea, <laughs> that's Mason. the worst you could call me. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> AndreaMasons.com uh, is uh, her website, and yeah. you can find out more about her there. She produces some really awesome video content, which is yeah. just that last. I've got a little bit of chills when you were giving that advice. <laughs> you get so passionate about what you're talking about, yeah. um, but that's that's the kind of content you'll see. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, my YouTube channel. I'm. Just a few shy of a thousand uh, videos of all different contents and different playlists. I just want to help people. That's all. And, and that uh, you know that is uh, Andrea loves your name. Hey, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think that is man. If people, uh, when you experience that, when you help someone, and then you you're like, what just happened? I just I helped somebody, but mm-hmm. I just. I felt something, you know, I felt something happen and you heal yourself. Um, You know, that's, I think that's what kind of leads people to want to live in service. And that's kind of, kind of what I'm feeling. And that's what I'm trying to create here with the live stream. So, well, you are creating it through love, smiles and laughter. And I'm grateful for the gift of time you've given me and you are making this world a better place because that's what it's about. Rising and uniting with consciousness, live, streaming it across the world and thank you you i know we have connected some time ago and you've been on my podcast so check him out unleashing the podcast within michael zinn and thank you so much because it's people like you who give me the opportunity to know that i'm not alone this is a dream that we're pursuing this is a lifestyle we stepped into so for your greatness i'm grateful thank you thank you thank you so much thank you so much do me a favor stick around in the back room uh i'm going to sign off the show and i want to just talk to you before before you leave but thanks for being here uh we'll definitely have your back and uh say goodbye to uh, andrea mason (laughs) thank you (sighs) i always love that after I, I have a wonderful conversation with a guest, I always feel like oh, relieved and uh, so happy that you guys could be here and participate. Uh, don't be afraid to participate. If you come back, uh, I would love the show to be more interactive. I think maybe I've got to, I got to prod people at the beginning uh, before I even get into my conversation. I just jump into my conversation. I got to prod people to uh, respond. Uh, I saw Jesse Howe came by. I was really excited about that. He's an inspiration. He has a great uh, podcast. Uh, and Pauser uh, is saying thank you. Thank you for being here. I love that you come back and, and spend time with us and uh, connect with us. Um, I will see you next week. Who do I have next week? I do. Ha- I'm going to bring up my calendar because I always just say, oh, I forgot who it is. Uh, my calendar next week is True. Oh, True is the daughter of um, Leslie Slavin, who we had on the show, who I had no idea how amazing her daughter was. Her daughter's name is True. Um, and True 
really, uh, if you saw the Leslie Slavin interview, True became the truth of Leslie, of Leslie's life. The the, the relationship they have um, is amazing, um, but True is also a performer, a model, um, a, a humanist. She just uh, really loves the human spirit. Uh, so next week is the True Story. The true story. I'm just going to say it's the true story. Um, thank you guys for being here. I see my mom out there. Uh, what's up, Hetty? Uh, thanks for being here. It's good to see you. I didn't even know you were there. Say hi when you're out there. This way I know you're there. All right, guys. I will see you next week. Uh, enjoy the new intro slash outro. And uh, I love you all. Bye-bye. What is consciousness? The live stream of consciousness is on a quest to unravel the mysteries of existence. Every episode, we ask the fundamental question that has captivated human minds for centuries. Is consciousness merely a product of our brains or does it connect us to something greater? Explore the very fabric of our thoughts. Don't miss a moment. Expand your awareness and tap into the boundless potential that resides within you. Welcome to the live stream of consciousness.